Hello ladies, welcome to today's video. I am really excited to have you here. I wanted to talk about some of my biggest life lessons in my 30s having that I just turned 35 and I am, I feel like this is my prime and I'm halfway to 40. So why not talk about some of the biggest life lessons? I wanna share them with you guys because they have been incredibly transformative in my life. One of them is forgiveness. Um, this was a big one because these past two years that I was in my spiritual awakening, I also went into the season of solitude, which I talk about so much because I'm definitely in that season of my life. And through that, I was really able to see the importance of the relationships that I had. And I had time to also analyze my relationships with other people. And if I'm being honest, because of some childhood trauma, I was the type of person who had a hard time accepting love and being loved. So I pushed a lot of people away because as a little girl, I didn't, I wasn't, I never felt seen or supported. You know, I never had like that moment where an adult where someone looks at you and tells you that you're incredible and you're special and you're beautiful and you have purpose and you're here to do something incredible. And that's something that I definitely do for my children. So because I didn't necessarily experience that, I grew up seeking a lot of approval from men specifically and a lot of attention. And I developed a lot of addictions with shopping. Anytime someone loved me or showed me any kind of love in the back of my mind, I always felt like this is too good to be true. And so I would always be the one pushing people away in my life. Now that I'm older though, however, I have leaned into the power of forgiving and forgiving people and analyzing my relationships also and anything ill that happened in any relationship that I had in my life, the season of solitude gave me the space to step back and just to let things kind of play out and unfold and also for me to develop my awareness of the role that I played. And it was never the other person, you know, it was never the other person, even in the moments that I felt like I was being used or taken advantage of, it was never their fault. And that gave me a lot of power to forgive them and to take ownership and responsibility and know that I can change that moving forward. So healing relationships has been a really big thing in my life. I'm also not the person to sweep it under the rug and show up the next day and act like everything is good and happy. I just have a hard time and I don't even try to pretend like everything is good. Like you can see it clearly in my face. I cannot hide my emotions at all. I don't even try to hide. Actually, I do try to hide them. Yesterday I was a little annoyed over something and I was out in public and I'm like, I need to go to the car because I do not want to have this kind of like serious face out in public and it makes me feel uncomfortable, you know? So all of that to say that forgiving people even without them asking for forgiveness, even without them approaching me for forgiveness, if I feel like they did something that hurt me, I don't seek that I'm sorry, you know? And that has allowed me to move on and not be thinking about it or holding grudges or resentment towards the person. It liberates me. It makes me feel like I can move on and focus on the things that I do want to bring into my life and how I really want the relationships to be. But in order for that to happen, Either I have to go up to the person and say, I'm sorry for my role in this situation, or I have to be able to forgive privately. And then also something that inspired this within me was the war in Ukraine. And that really made me reflect in my life. And I started to 
ask myself and be you know, begin this journey of self-inquiry, I really started to work through the areas of my life where I have war, you know, like in a relationship, is there any type of emotional war? Is there any type of emotional war in my head? I don't want that to be a part of my reality, and so it's not anymore. Coming up next is the power of now. I love this one because it's so empowering in the fact that it just really starts the process of you of moving your life to the direction that you want to move your life to even if you don't know the road and we'll never know the road as much as we try to plan ahead and really analyze what we really want in life I feel like there's always going to be something unexpected and a different turn and honestly that makes it really exciting for me because God always has a bigger plan for our lives and the fact that we can dream really big and God has an even bigger vision, to me that's so exciting just to know that anything can happen between point A to point B and it doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to look how I envision it. That's why envisioning the end goal is important, but not necessarily how you're going to get there. So the power of now allowed me to take action right now, make really big decisions right now because time will always continue to progress. Literally just yesterday submitted all of my material and everything and so I should be a certified Chopra meditation teacher pretty soon, like within this week probably, which I'm really excited about. Definitely gonna celebrate that. But if I wouldn't have taken action, a whole year would have passed by and I still would have been here not knowing all, everything that I know about meditation and also influencing my husband to start meditating and my children to start meditating and getting my mom and my sister Wendy to meditate once or twice. You know, that one also goes um, with being present. Like right now is the only moment that truly matters because this moment is creating our reality and how important it is for us to be so aware of the reality that we are creating with the thoughts that we are thinking. That's why for me, I can't be thinking in my, about my past and whatever happened to me. It does not serve me anymore. I can't be thinking about what the TV wants to shove down my mind or all of these ads that want to tell me that I need X, Y, and Z to be happy and fulfilled and beautiful. You really have to quiet all of that noise so you can really get to know who your true self is that beautiful part within you that is powerful that is creative and the only way to get that is to quiet the noise so solitude is not a bad thing sometimes people try to shame me about being solo but solitude has given me so much power about what are the type of relationships that i actually want to be a part of how do i want to show up and nourish those relationships what do I want in my life what do I deserve one of the biggest lessons was also about ownership and I think I've talked about it actually in my other video but really taking ownership of my life and the decisions that I've been making and the relationships that I've had and my role that I played in this relationship and how it involved and it evolved where I am currently in my life, taking ownership about that, taking ownership about my team. Do I feel like they're supporting me? If not, then what can we do to really fix that situation and make it better and make it more in alignment with what I deserve? And so that was really great because I stepped out of that victim mentality where people were doing things to me or people were not showing up the way that I felt like they were showing up. And I stopped pointing fingers at, at life. And I don't look at anything that happens in the outside world as something that is happening to me. I feel like I am completely responsible for my life 
to a certain degree, of course, there's things outside of me, but there's a certain level of ownership and accountability that I take over my life that has given me so much power. I said, I want to look a certain way. I want my body to look a certain way. So if I look in the mirror and I see results that I am not happy with, that I, I don't like, then it's no one's fault. It's just a reflection of the effort that I'm putting in the kitchen, the effort that I'm putting in my workouts. The fact that I get to choose what I experience through the power of my thoughts and the power of my feelings has given me a lot of power because now I'm able to control what I actually want to experience in my life, in my business, professional life, professional life, personal life. I also wrote down celebrate life and the little things. And I wanted to talk about this one just real quick because I feel like when you are working towards obtaining a certain outcome in life, sometimes you lose track of all of the beautiful and amazing things that you're already doing. So stepping into the energy of celebration and joy and excitement puts you in the energy of gratitude. Because when you're excited, you're also grateful for what you're accomplishing, even if it's a small thing, if you think it's a small thing. So just the other day, I actually hit 25,000 on YouTube, 25,000 subscribers, and the old me would have just kind of brushed it off. And honestly, guys, I used to be the person who never wanted to like pat herself on the back for any type of accomplishment, even if I thought it was pretty incredible. And so now I really step into enjoying what I am accomplishing any little thing that I'm accomplishing. Even like today, I woke up at five in the morning because Jesse and I have a challenge where we are gonna wake up every single day at five in the morning for six days, a whole week. And whoever does it consistently and meditates right after waking up twice a day, meditation in the morning and then at night. Today's day one, my alarm went off and I was so tired because we went to bed at midnight because we were having like these deep conversations last night about our goals and our dreams and showing up a certain way and our thinking like what do we want to do in life that we were just like so pumped up and motivated and it was an intense conversation also that we stayed up till midnight we had already committed to each other that we were going to wake up at 5 a.m so 5 a.m comes along and i am so tired i wanted to like snooze it and just go back to sleep and wake up like at 6 30 7 o'clock because that's when aaron wakes up and i was like no dulce stay committed stay committed, stay committed, stay committed. And I was like, get up, Dulce. And I told my brain, brain, you get up. This is the time you get up now, brain. You don't get to sleep in, brain. This is what we do, all right? We get up at five, this is what we do. And so I got up at five, and that's a moment that I would have just brushed it off, but that is a moment worth celebrating. Like actually celebrate and be proud of yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of everything that you are doing. All of the small little steps, that is the purpose of what you're doing. The, the journey, everything, all the obstacles that you're overcoming, all of the triumphs, those are the important things, not the end goal. If you don't enjoy it, then what's the point? I would love to hear from you guys if you feel comfortable to share what you guys have learned in your 30s that has been incredibly life-changing for you. Leave a comment down below. I'm sure the rest of the ladies will love to read what you guys have to say. And like always, I can't wait to talk to you guys in the comment section. Read your comments, connect with you. Have a blessed and beautiful day, and I can't wait to see you in our next video.